0: Welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Tuesday morning. We've got your NBA action covered from a ruckus Monday night in the NBA. I'm Zach Harper, joined by Black Trey, Rob Lopez's Dodge and Serge Ibaka Punches. Uh, by the way, we recently announced the next live show in Chicago, May 18th. Tickets are available for the general public. Links across all social media platforms right now. Coming up on today's Daily Ding, Kyrie apologizes. The Raptors drop one in Cleveland. And, uh, Russell Westbrook got into it a little bit and that's our game of the night. The thunder bounce back against Utah. And while the game was kind of important, Trey, uh, I don't think anyone's really talking about the game. I'll give the the breakdown of it real quick. Thunder 98 jazz 89 in Salt Lake city, Russell Westbrook, 23 points, 11 rebounds, eight assists. Dennis Schroeder had 24 points off the bench, 18 of them in the second half. Donovan Mitchell with 25 points. Paul George had another bad shooting night with 14 points on two of eight shooting, uh, Royce O'Neal had a nice game hitting five threes. But really, the, the topic of this entire game was a fan, according to Russell Westbrook and Patrick Patterson, told him to get uh, to get on your knees, ice your knees like you're used to. And uh, Russell Westbrook came back and threatened the man, threatened his wife, saying he'll F him up. Uh, Rob, I believe we have that sound right now. I'm going to say thing. I'll i And, uh, and Trey, this is, uh, this is going to be the top of conversation. And I will say this, I spent two seasons in Utah. Um, I never noticed, uh, at least where they sit us in the media. I never heard fans get out of pocket with stuff like that. But at the same time, I've heard enough players. I've heard enough media. I've heard enough uh, coaches say that this is a regular thing in Salt Lake City that I, that even though I didn't experience it myself, I believe that it happened. I believe that this fan is lying. He told his side of it. And, uh, and while I think Russ is completely in the wrong for threatening the woman, no matter if she said something or not, uh, I'm all for him checking that guy and putting him in his place.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's an interesting situation because obviously there's a track record behind it, whether it's been caught on film or not, um, that Utah is a hostile environment. And not, not as far as fans throwing things or, you know, putting their hands on people, but just the things that are being said on the court, you know, and where's the fine line of like where players have that protection, like Russ said. Um, and I do – Agree to some point of you know the the words that Westbrook used um but I do think that he carries himself and represents his family very well um in this situation overall though the fan um should I don't know he should face some type of consequence on on his behavior I'm not sure if he's a season ticket holder or whatever but that's a bad representation of the fans of Utah and the city um you know especially if they want to change that narrative you know So, I mean, I hope that someone steps in and I also hope that Russell doesn't get a fine for his comments.
0: Yeah, I think think that's an excellent point, Trey, of of like, look, the the Jazz should do something about this fan just to, you know, if if they truly believe their fan base is good and their fan base is in the right and it's just a couple of bad, you know, courtside people every once in a while, you know, giving them this bad reputation, um, whether that's the case or not, you got to do something about this, right? You got to do something about this fan.
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely, I mean, as a former player, I mean, I just look at it in a situation of, like, heckling goes so far. Now, heckling can turn into a good run, and a player just goes off. And then some stuff is just kind of like, all right, that 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 was it right there. That was the line. That was my trigger for me. Now, I'm not going to go into the stands and do anything to you, but I want you removed, or I'm actually going to say something bad. And the, 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 the bad part about on a player's defense is that when a camera's out, it's only highlighted on the player, you know what yeah. I mean? Because they're held to a certain regard, but I, I don't think that's fair if the fan initiated it, you know? Especially yeah. if they're intoxicated or whatever. I mean, even if this guy was sober, it's some comments that you just do not make, you know what I mean? And, and if, if it is true that he told him to get on his knees and like he used to or something like that's definitely problematic for sure. And I, I don't fault Russ for, you know, his reaction towards it because I probably would react the same if it got to me finally. You know what I mean? Like, a, I'm pretty yeah. sure there were worse things that were probably said that he could handle and he probably Jeff back at him. But then that was the one. You know what I'm saying? That's like right. you being a player and you're playing against Milwaukee, right? And you're lighting them up. And you're like, okay, I, I got one guy tonight. He's 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 landed on me. And he says something that really bothers you. Like, say something about your grandma. You know, like, you love your grandma. Yeah, he doesn't know that your grandma passed away. And it triggers you. So now you're like, all right, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But right. you can't point you can't point and say, yo, get him out of here. It doesn't normally work like that. They have to normally, like, really cause a real hysteria for them to get tossed out. And I think the NBA needs to lock down on that more than these bad officiation calls.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I, look— I'm all, you know me, I'm all for trash talking. I love trash talk. I think trash talk between fans and players you know, emboldens the, the experience. It boosts the experience so much. Right. Um, but there's a line, like you don't talk about family. You don't talk about children, wives, whatever. Like you, like just keep it to basketball, keep it to trash talking about basketball. You like, you can't, you can't bring it to that, that other level because you're right. Like the camera seems to come out and focuses on the player. Uh, but it usually is after the fan has made the comment and, and cause the player to react. And that, and so it does become very one sided. And then this dude getting interviewed afterwards, like he just sounded like a liar.
1: Yeah, I mean, at this point, dude, you got to look at it like, um, man, it's 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 ridiculous because we don't get a camera, we don't give them free fame, you know what I mean? Like, and put a camera on them and like, hey, catch him in action, look what he's saying, you know what I mean? Like, if that was the fact, then millions of people are just trolled on purpose to become celebs. Right. And you know, I think at this point. He knew he messed up, and that there may be consequences about this. You know what I mean? You know it, it was big enough to to create some situation. It's not something that he can go home and say, "Yeah, I really pissed that West, book guy off." The power of social media, especially NBA Twitter, is like detectives. So, oh, they, they already got it. They found his Twitter account, and whether the one tweet that's floating around is fake or not, that's not a good look for Utah at all. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's got the, he's got the one tweet which seemed legit because that was found pretty quickly where he's calling uh, Russ, you know, a classless piece of bleep and all that stuff. Right. And and that one that one seemed legit to me. Then all of a sudden one services later where it's saying go back to where he came from. Hashtag MAGA. That one might be true. That one I saw and I thought that might be Photoshopped. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm buying that one just yet. I got to see this guy's tweets become unprotected and I got to see that one for myself.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was my main thing. I, I actually took it down because I just wanted to follow up with it. I didn't want to just have something go viral in the morning and, yeah. you know, somebody is really good with the Photoshop.
0: Right. Like, it, don't get me wrong, it wouldn't shock me if that tweet was real. I just, that one, for whatever reason, I was like, oh, I don't know about that. That might be a little yeah, far Yeah, that off. was too,
1: the, the timing of it was just too. Yeah, good. that was it a was little too big. on the nose for It was for too it. on the nose. Like, yo, that was that easy to find? Yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know about that one. Uh, something as- about
1: people. something about people in camo hats. I don't know.
0: Oh yeah. Don't don't ever trust someone in a camo sports hat. Camo hats in general, but a camo sports hat, uh, definitely. But buy that, that camo bomb hat that if Waz still hasn't for sale, that was a great hat. Uh one little quick note about the basketball side of this. Thunder move into the four seed right now, half game ahead of Portland. Utah falls all the way back to uh, the 8 seed but they're still comfortably in the playoffs they're 4 games ahead of Sacramento but they are a half game behind San Antonio and a half game behind the Clippers. All right listeners don't skip over this part we got a serious message for you fanduel.com you want to get on the Friday mailbag you go to the back to back Wednesday challenge on fanduel.com and you're going to get to chance to win you win that Wednesday challenge it means you get on the next mailbag you get to ask questions you get to answer questions but maybe you're ans- maybe you're wondering like hey i need an answer to this How do I get this? How do I get to this FanDuel challenge? Here's what you do. You go to FanDuel.com slash B2B. You sign up for an account. You put five bucks in your account. Fanduel's going to match that five bucks. And now you have $10 to play with. And you get to join the B2B Wednesday challenge. Back-to-back Wednesday challenge. Again, FanDuel.com slash B2B. Win some money and join us on the mailbag. All right, Trey, let's get to the news of Monday that you need for Tuesday. Uh, some scary news a little bit in Dallas. Luka Doncic says he felt a pop in his knee in the loss to the Houston Rockets on Sunday, 94-93 loss. Luka says he felt a pop in that right knee. Uh something the organization will evaluate further. Doncic told the Dallas Morning News that he felt some discomfort in that right knee while grabbing an uncontested rebound. Rookie didn't leave the game and he played through the injury. He said, "I just felt a pop. We'll see. I don't know if uh Carl, or I don't know if he banged his knee or he landed on it funny, but the hope was that it's not serious. He did finish the game. So we'll see. We'll know more on Monday. That was from Carlisle. Uh, he's listed as questionable for the Spurs game on Tuesday. Uh, it would be unfortunate if Luka Doncic uh, had to miss the end of the season with some kind of injury, especially a serious injury. So hopefully it's not too, not too bad. And we get to at least watch him a little bit more in Mavericks games. Uh, Trey, Andre Ingram is coming back to Los Angeles. Andre Ingram, the feel-good story of last season, will get a second tour of duty in the NBA. The 33-year-old is on another 10-day contract after being brought up from the South Bay Lakers. He will join the team in Chicago. The Lakers play the Bulls on Tuesday. They're shorthanded, of course, with the injuries to Kuzma, Lonzo Ball, and uh, Brandon Ingram. Uh, Again, a fun story for, for Andre Ingram, who was very inspiring. I think, aren't they making like a movie about him or some kind of Netflix show? or something like it like he became the cool story of last year where we're in a you know in kind of a bad season for the Lakers uh they brought this this old this man in his 30s who've been playing in the G League forever finally got a shot in the NBA and he came through Zach I look at it like this I love this story but
1: it's a little ran at this point he should have been first of all he should have been on the roster this year full time I think he deserved to uh, earn a roster spot. And then secondly, I'm tired of people announcing his age. We're aware that he's 33 years old. Like he's not Vince Carter. He's not 42. You know what I mean? Like he has gray hair, yes, and he's a journeyman. He's in got dad fits. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like he's 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 the all-time three-point percentage shooter in G League. You know, like that's that's a huge accomplishment. But let's stop saying his age. And like, yes, he gets another stint. Um, but also. What I'm what I'm thinking about is now at this point, he has become the human version of the white flag. And I really don't rock with that because, like, you know, like that means they're really packing it in and they're really
0: banged yeah, up. Yeah. Give him a little more respect on his journey. Yeah. Right? I
1: mean, he's definitely he's definitely earned the right to actually be on an NBA team versus this situation that he's put in on an emergency break glass of like, look, we're banged up, and we're gonna give you another shot, and it's a feel good story. And it's like, nah, nah, not at all, dog. This dude is he's he really knows how to play the game.
0: Yeah, he's and, a, yeah, he's a baller. Like let like hopefully it leads to a second ten day, and then the rest of the season, and then he gets to keep chipping away and and, and make a roster next season, right? Right. Uh, and then the other news: Kyrie Irving has apologized to the media. He said the way I've handled things, it hasn't been perfect. He told Yahoo Sports. Uh, I've made a lot of mistakes that I take full responsibility for. I apologize. I haven't done it perfectly. I haven't said the right things all the time. I don't want to sit, on a place like I'm on a pedestal from anybody. I'm a normal human being that makes mistakes. For me, I think because of how fixated I was on trying to prove other people wrong, I got into a lot of habits that were bad, like reading stuff and reacting emotionally. That's just not who I am. Uh, he's been very defensive with the media, especially over the last month or so. I didn't think it was that bad early on in the season, but as the Knicks rumors come up and the KD rumors come up and all this stuff and the video of him and KD at All-Star Weekend and all this stuff, as that comes up, he's been very defensive. He's been uh very aloof in answering questions basically saying i don't know why you would find this interesting so i guess it's a little cool of him to kind of reflect on that and, and maybe take a little ownership of it um to me it's just always confusing trey because like it's not like he's a new star in this league like he's been around for a while he knows how the game is played i was a little curious as to why he reacted the way he did man i look at this situation if you've seen uncle drew this is the same he's doing uncle <laughs> oh no
1: <laughs> i'll I just stop buying it man bro just hoop you know, you know, you're, you're playing at a very high level. So that comes with the territory. All this is apologies and excuses and, Oh, I didn't sign up for this. Yes. Dude, you, you started in a movie.
0: You know what I mean? Like these are, yeah, these are said, things he, that you said, I don't, I'm not a star. I don't want to be a star. I don't want to be in the spotlight. No, man, you made a movie. Like, that, yes, just, it,
1: uh, like it's not too many people that get that option, dude. You know what I mean? Like, Just hoop, bro, and I understand like the social anxiety. I respect the social anxieties of what players go through and all that stuff. But in your case, you can't double back on that. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the weird situation of like him and him and what him and Katie are doing right now. It's like, oh, I don't need the media, but then also use the media for other platforms that they're trying to, you know, build off their brand. And I just think that's that's pretty whack but you know there it, it does show some show some uh, maturity you know whether him calling lebron and then also him you know actually owning up for his you know his little antics that he went through so um hopefully it's fixable
0: i mean you know with the tough loss tonight
1: you yeah, know we'll
0: see uh, we'll see, we'll see what his, his comments are tonight right, right. <laughs> the media is, is pressing him a little bit but yeah man like you've got one of the most successful shoes out there you're in a movie getting paid a lot. You're going to be one of the hot, hot commodities of the free agency. Like you're a star Exist in that world. Be confident in it. Like, uh, I get, like, I get it. It's probably annoying, but I'm also for what you said, like use the media, use it to your advantage. Like we're going to use you, you use us. Like, it's just kind of what it is. I just don't want him pretending he doesn't understand why anything's happening. He has to understand too. Like there's no crazy, crazy. If, if the, if the biggest
1: narrative in my life is me being, Going to a new destination, I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? Right, you could right, be LeBron exactly. James waking up and have to explain to your wife that you didn't have sex with another woman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's in a situation right now being dragged into some some drama that ain't nothing, ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Kyrie could be in that situation versus just dealing with basketball. If my drama's only basketball, I'm fine with it. Cause I know what I'm doing with my. I know how I know how hard I'm working out with my teammates. I know what we're doing behind closed doors. I, you know what I mean? Whatever the media decides to dictate, so be it. And when it's time for me to reapproach the situation and reevaluate, July 1st, or whenever it's time for me to my contract's up, then we'll revisit it. But all that getting emotional about it, bro. Your life's your life's not threatened. Your life's not that hard. You can unplug right after you leave practice.
0: All right, let's get to the other games from Monday night. Cavs 126, Raptors 101 in Cleveland. Colin Sexton, 28 points. Kawhi Leonard, 25 points. Chetty Osman at 19. Uh, Kevin Love at 16 points, 18 rebounds. And one big attempted fight with, once again, Serge Ibaka goes after someone. He goes after Marquise Chris this time. Chokes him a little bit. Grabs him by the throat. Tries to swing on him. Trey, he cannot connect on a punch to save his life
1: dude i'm at this point where i'm exhausted with these fake nba fights i get it he grew up he was wrestling tigers whatever the narrative is it's fine and dandy yes you want to be a tough guy you're wasting money at this time at at, at this time you know what i mean and i actually watched that game um you know this is his fifth fight in like i think maybe three years he has yet to connect a punch i mean they've all looked good and they look like they've thrown with full force and he's just kind of missed on purpose these guys if I'm on the floor, I'm kind of going to stir the pot a little bit more and make these guys try to fight me at this point cuz I know they're not going to hit me. I know they're not going to hit me unless they want to pay a hefty fine or or uh get that like blemish on their career. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's doing the 90s anymore where they're actually trying to connect a punch.
0: No, not at all. Someone not said at all. He- Someone said he was in April form and I thought that meant he got knocked out early. So I, mm. I didn't really know what happened there, uh, but a bad loss for the Raptors. You can't lose to the, You can't get it was, blown such, by it, the was, Cavs.
1: it was such a weird game because the Raptors actually had a better field goal percentage, but the uh, Cavs had a better three point percentage and then uh, just everybody was making shots. It was just strange. You know, Jordan Clarkson got it going in the fourth. Kevin Love hit some big shots in the third quarter, the third and fourth the second half was real big for the Cavs and they were having fun. Like that's the most fun I've ever seen them happen since, since number 23 was there. So, um, I don't know. I won't say it's a heel turn or a new day in, in Cleveland, but they're definitely kind of going to,
0: you know, make their transition
1: into whatever they plan to do in the future. Yeah.
0: They just look better with Kevin Love. And by the way, we had the return of the Kevin Love outlet pass. He had a, he had a, long, a long pass to uh, Chetty Osman for a, a bucket at one point. Wizards 121, Kings 115 in D.C. Bradley Beal was amazing in this game. 27 points, 9 assists, 9 rebounds, 4 steals. Out-dueled De'Aaron Fox who had 23 points, 8 assists, 6 turnovers. Uh, Buddy Hield, Nemanja Bialica, Harrison Barnes each had 15 points. Bobby Portis had 17 and 13 for the Wizards. Jamari Parker at 18 points off the bench. Uh, fun one in, in D.C. Kings just could not get stops when they needed to get stops, and the, the Wizards out-executed them at the end of that game. Nets 103, Pistons 75 in Brooklyn. This was an important game. This was a game that could decide the sixth seed in the East. Detroit had won five in a row. They had won 12 in the last 15, and then they got dominated by the Nets. Just absolutely dominated. Spencer Dinwiddie, 19 points off the bench. Seven different Nets scored in double figures. Allen Crabb had 14. D'Angelo Russell and Jared Allen had 11 points each. Uh, Rodions Kudrich had 13 points. Joe Harris had 12. Andre Drummond, 13 points, 20 rebounds, uh, missed three straight buckets at the rim at one point, which was a little embarrassing. And then Blake Griffin, 10 points on one of 10 shooting, seven rebounds, six assists, four turnovers. Uh, Detroit had a, that's an important one. They're playing so well. You can, you can lose to Brooklyn in Brooklyn. You can't get destroyed by Brooklyn in Brooklyn when you're playing for that sixth seed. Are the, are the nets for real? I mean, yeah, I think, I think so. Like for real in the sense that like they could get the sixth seed and I think under the right circumstances, they could beat the Pacers in the first round. Like, I think that's the only matchup they could take advantage of uh, because there's no Oladipo. But yeah, like I think the Nets are legitimate. Like they're just well coached and they got a lot of firepower, a lot of depth. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Rockets 118 Hornets 106 in Houston. Free Kemba Walker, please. I'm just, I'm sick of it. I mean, great game for the, for the Rockets. They're on fire. I think they've won what nine in a row. James Harden, 28 points, 10 assists, six rebounds. Eric Gordon's back on track with 22 points. Clint Capella had 19 points, 15 rebounds, 16 points for Kenneth Farid. But Kemba Walker is alone. Trey, he's alone. He had 40 points, 10 rebounds, seven assists. He was like 14 of 20 from the field in the first half in the at halftime. He was seven of nine from the field for 20 points in 20 minutes. And they were down 27. Like just get Kemba Walker out of there, free him, get him to a team that can actually put some help around it. Like, I'm just sick of watching him have to do everything on his own. Anytime
1: you got Frank Kaminsky as your second option, you 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 run for Dodge. Like, I mean, this is a tough situation. It was at a point in the third quarter, he had um thirty-one, seven, and seven. And then yeah. he hit a three and he had thirty-four. But it was just like there were, you know, and they tried to make a run, but it was just too much. You know what I mean? Like the Rockets end up, you know, sharing the ball really well. You had Fareed finishing at the rim. Uh, and then James Harden, Capella, pick and roll is kind of unstoppable right now. Um, and then other guys were just adding. I like the energy that the Houston Rockets have. Um, and it should be interesting in the playoffs how they, you know, how they respond. I mean, I, I definitely thought they would kind of lay it all down, but since the break they've got it all together and this is probably the first time they've been healthy in a long time
0: yeah their defense has been bad this year but it's been a lot better since the all-star break so maybe they're starting to correct that and then final game of the night clippers 140 celtics 115 in los angeles clippers win their fifth in a row they're eight and two in their last 10 games lou williams 34 points five assists five rebounds here's a weird stat for you he passed del curry for most career nba points off the bench uh so That's, that's a, that's an accolade. That's a weird, that's a weird record to have, but it's a record that they track nonetheless. Kyrie Irving, 18 points, four assists in this game. Danilo Gallinari, 25 points. Terry Rozier had 26 points. A lot of those in garbage time. Jalen Brown had 22. The Clippers, Trey, Clippers just keep on rolling. So as Dufour would say, uh, basic
1: Brad and Doc Rivers have basically did a freaky freaky Friday. they swapped. You know what I mean? Doc is coaching his ass off this year. And Brad, he's... He's kind of hit that wall. I mean, I'm not sure if he's really getting crazy criticism, but I think he deserves it um, with all the stuff that's going on. And maybe it's kind of linked to, you know, like even they kind of shook off the situation of like winning three before this game. And, you know, hey, the locker room's back in order. And then all of a sudden this Hayward situation comes out where the other players are not comfortable with a white superstar in Boston. Like they can't get right over there. I don't know what's going on. And I think. That it needs to be fixed and, and kept inside, you know what I mean? In the locker room, real tight knit if they want to be successful in, um, in the playoffs. As far as the Clippers, man, did Jerry West and, you know, Doc Rivers and Balmer do a great job at, at, at the trade deadline. You got Zubach, who is now getting interviewed at halftime and playing out of his mind. You got got you got guys like uh you know, all these glue guys. I'm gonna call them Los Angeles glue guys because their second unit, some of those dudes can be big help to most teams on the playoffs rosters.
0: All right, let's get to the lines of Monday night. Uh, Colin Sexton, 28 points, five assists in the win over Toronto. Bradley Beal, 27 points, nine assists, nine rebounds, four steals in the win over the Kings. Kemba Walker, 40, 10 and seven, in the loss to Houston. Lou Williams, 34 points, five assists, five rebounds. And that one weird record in the win over the Celtics. Who gets your line on the night, Trey? like i'm lou will like i'm lou will lou 34 5 and
1: 5 with the win i mean i would love to give kimball 40 10 and 7 but he took a loss uh
0: my line of the night is gonna go to that that horrible fan in utah who in at the end of his interview threw out his wife's height and weight which i'm not sure you're supposed to do and then uh and then said her first nba game ever welcome to the nba jen I'm trying, Jennifer. I'm trying, Jennifer. Uh, Let's go to our game to watch Tuesday night in the association. We got a couple of really good games out there. Uh, Trey, my game of the night is going to be that early TNT game. Timberwolves at Nuggets. Uh, This Nuggets team... They're just a lot of fun to watch. This is a lot of uh, it's a good matchup between them. If Carl Anthony Towns plays, which I think he might hit uh, him versus Nikola Jokic is a fun matchup. Uh, the Wolves just beat the Knicks, even though they didn't have Wiggins and Towns. Uh, so their role players are playing a lot better and the Nuggets. They're still chasing that one seat. So it's very important. Yeah, man, I'm going to have to go with Rip City versus the Clippers.
1: I mean, what the Clippers did tonight versus Boston and and how Damian Lillard and the Portland guys Or, you know what I mean, playing as well. I think that's going to be a fun one to watch on League Pass.
0: Make sure you like us on Facebook. That's Facebook.com slash Count the Ding. Subscribe to the back-to-back podcast feed. New Basket Buds today on Tuesday. We got Nerdist Road Run on Thursday. Mailbag coming on Friday. Don't forget the mailbag has its own feed now. So you want to subscribe to the Friday mailbag feed. Also want to subscribe to Black Opinions Matter Monday, which you can find on all podcast platforms. And of course, this podcast, The Daily Ding, you want to subscribe, rate, and review all of these podcasts, including The House of Strauss and Pack Your Knives. Thanks for waking up with us. Thanks for not yelling obscene things at Russell Westbrook. Uh, Take your medicine, eat your egos, enjoy the day. Hit me with that sign-off, Trey. Ding ding.